This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Oldham Athletic 1, Wrexham 2. Wrexham go top of the league with a memorable away victory, which was really hard-earned, because frankly, in the first half, we struggled. A game which was really set up. I mean, a fantastic crowd travelling from Wrexham, a fantastic crowd as well from the home team, and both lot made lots of noise. Oldham, of course, were welcoming their new manager, David Unsworth. It was his second game in charge, his first at home, and so they really churned up the atmosphere. And Wrexham, of course, knowing the stakes were high and looking to get rid of that slight concern that our away performances are not matching up to our home performances. We did not dispel that in the first half. I thought it was conspicuous that Phil Parkinson issued a sort of call for a fast start publicly before the game because he wanted to get the team to start playing in that front foot manner in unfamiliar circumstances. But we didn't manage it in the first half. There was one change to the side, which is obvious. Jacob Monty, of course, is injured, and so Callum McFadden stepped in to replace him. But we didn't have the fluency of the Torquay match at all. And again, as I always say, it takes two teams to make a game of football. And Oldham, I thought, were really good in the first half. Uh, they had played three at the back, where the holding midfielder, Cooper, in front of them, I thought, really mopped things up well. Then in, in front of him in midfield, there was really good energy, and we found it difficult to break them down when we were coming forwards. They worked hard off the ball, they pressured us on the ball, they restricted space well, and they also, uh, I thought, were, were really clogging up the middle of the pitch, and we were struggling to find the strikers of service, we were hurrying our passes, and it, we weren't making chances. When it came to coming forwards, they were very impressive. <laughs> because of the Wrexham connection. One of those two centre mids, and of course Cooper's holding role meant he could attack a lot more, was Ben Tollett. And we know Tollett has a lot of talent from his two spells with us. Um, he was terrific in the first half, running at us, causing all sorts of issues, looked really confident. It was good to see, to be honest, because I, I like him. Um, John Rooney was making his debut for them, playing off the lone striker, and he also had a very good game. He used the ball intelligently, as he does, and he was very at attacking and very aggressive on and off the ball. And then up front, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, you know, did you not expect this? Mike Fondop, who, as I said in the commentary, I regret that we bought Mike Fondop, firstly because he didn't do very well for us, but secondly because he just seems determined, even though I don't think there was any slight as far as I understand at all from us to him, he's determined to play well against us. Uh, I can tell you a number of Oldham people saying before the match they didn't rate him at all, and then after the match saying we've never seen him play like that. He was a superb battering ram it was typical fond op it was all about his physicality and the fact that he does have ability but maybe not that much awareness of what he should do with it and there were times especially in the second half when he made poor decisions but goodness me in the first half as a battering ram he caused us all sorts of issues and scored a wonderful goal before that the pattern was fairly even which obviously was much better for Oldham than for Wrexham um, Oldham weren't making chances Wrexham were defending solidly enough but we weren't really we, we had one half chance corner from Young Davis peeling away to the far post heading it back in the danger area Hayden attacking it with a high looping header which only just cleared the bar and landed on the roof of the net 
although it wasn't far from being on target, I think there was always a feeling that it wasn't ever going to drop on target. The keeper didn't look too worried as he came back. Um, there's not much of it. Then in the 17th minute, there was a, an instance at both ends. Firstly, a handball shot by Wrexham. Ball came in the box. Mullen was convinced it hit a hand. Having seen it, I, it's, I, I'm, not, I'm not convinced. I think it may have come off a body if it did hit a hand. But certainly the ref wasn't interested. And then as Wrexham appealed, Oldham broke really directly at the other end. Tollis bursting brilliantly through the middle and exposing Wrexham's defence. So he was running straight down the middle with only Ford between him and goal. And Ford did superbly to jockey him and reduced the space. And Tollett decided he was going to have to hit a shot from the edge of the box. Ford blocked it excellently. But a similar in, uh, situation in the 26th minute led to Fondop's goal. And in some ways, it sums up both sides of Fondop, really. It was an error by Ben Tozer initially, who was not under pressure when a long ball was hit to him, but he miscontrolled it. It span away from him, and Fondot robbed him, and he was running at the last defender, Aaron Hayden. Now, I must be honest, as it happens, I thought he'd chosen the wrong option. He was running at Hayden. Hayden looked to me like he wasn't quite sure which way to jockey him, unlike Ford earlier, and looked a little off balance. And I just thought, oh, surge past him, I would be my advice to Fondop, drive at him and you'll probably be able to get a shot off in the box. So when Fondop suddenly hits a shot from outside the area, my initial thought was, oh good, he's picked the wrong option. A split second later, it's in the bottom left corner. I changed my mind. It was, like I said, I'm not sure he picked the right option, but goodness me. It was amazing execution. He blasted it. Some people afterwards asking whether Howard could have done better. I don't think so. It was powerful. It was well-placed. And it was unexpected. And by the time Howard got down, it was just past his right hand. And Chesterfield, a Chesterfield, I keep calling him a Chesterfield. It's Fondop's fault. Oldham had the lead. I would say that was probably deserved. And for the rest of the half, there were no more real goal-bound incidents, which was an issue for Wrexham, because Wrexham were desperately trying to get back into it. But Oldham, I thought, were, were superior and deserved their half-time break. There was one little instance, which actually I want to mention, and I did put it in the highlights, but really to show that it, it was something of nothing, really. A scuffle in the 37th minute, which the Oldham fans clearly were concerned might lead to a red card. I say so, I say something of nothing. I mean, there was a scramble. Carragher, Jamie Carragher's son, James, went down on the ball and clearly handled it. Uh, the referee uh, wasn't great, I thought. Matthew Diccio. Um he, he was erratic in his decision-making for, for yellow cards. Both sides had grievances, I thought. It, it, not only in that respect, his decision-making was pretty good. But, I mean, Carragher should have been booked because he's gone down asking for a foul that wasn't given, and has grabbed the ball with both hands. It's still a bit of handball, automatic yellow, surely. The ref didn't. Mullen then comes running up. He's given the free kick to Wrexham. Carragher will not get off the ball. Mullen starts to kick at it, which was not clever, I feel, especially the last little dig he had. I was concerned the ref might see Mullen as the, as the person who deserves a red card, if I'm honest. Uh, I don't think he did too much, but... It was a dangerous game to play. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, Ben Tollis came sprinting in and made contact quite hard with Mullen with his chest. Mullen hit the deck. Whether he needed to or not, I don't know. But to be fair, Tollis did sprint in at him and, and, and make contact with decent impact. 
And, well, Wrexham were furious, demanding a red card. The referee didn't give any cards to anybody. Having looked at the replays again, I think maybe yellows all round would have been correct for all three players, myself. Uh, it's a matter of opinion. I have to say as well, though, that, I mean, remembering Tyler French on his debut getting sent off at Eastleigh, you know, it was harsh, but you couldn't really defend him because he charged into an incident, got involved, got physical. Tollett did exactly the same thing. Didn't raise his hands, but he deliberately smacked into Mullin chest to chest, thinking, if I don't raise my hands, I'll probably get away with this. I think Tollett was a little lucky, although, I, like I say, I think I'd probably go yellows all round. But anyway, the fact that the Oldham fans were clapping when the ref, they realised the ref wasn't bringing the yellow card out, probably tells us all we need to know about how they saw the incident so half time Wrexham trailing Wrexham came out in the second half and put more pressure on but didn't really step it up that much and Oldham had the first chance Davis outnumbered fighting on the left hand side in his own half won the ball back but then was dispossessed by Rooney who did well to then find Fondop Fondop driving in from the right channel smashed a powerful shot from the edge of the area which whistled just over the top left corner a warning to Wrexham but Wrexham's response was bold and it won the match 59th minute and Max Kluwerth, who, to be honest, did nothing wrong, comes off tactically, so we can switch to four at the back with a diamond. Elliot Lee comes on to support the strikers. Things change now. They also changed because Oldham went too negative. Now, sometimes teams go too negative and they don't want to. It's just they can't help because they can't get back up the pitch. It could have been that. It could have been that they were troubled by the, the change of shape. Troubled by Lee's abilities again, as always, to float around between the lines and, and find space. Certainly Cooper, who was occupying that space, was not snuffing him out. Lee was dropping deep and linking play up, and, and the game felt different. But yeah, their midfield dropped off too deep. And from then on, it was just wrecks and pressure, constantly attack against defence. Fondop disappeared from the game. To be fair, he was totally isolated up front. They weren't finding him. And their midfield, sitting on the toes of the, the back three, were kind of inviting trouble. Luke Young often had space to drive into because the centre of the pitch was pretty empty. Even though we'd gone to four at the back, Tozer and Hayden still came forwards into that space like they do, or like Hayden does, when we were playing three at the back because there was scope to come forwards and attack. And I, I think... Having done so well, getting in Wrexham's faces and, and pressing and attacking on the break so well, I think Oldham went too negative too soon and allowed Wrexham to take a total grip. But then, just as I say about us <laughs> having to take into account that the, the opponents are allowed to play, to be fair to Oldham, maybe they didn't want to do that and it was just that we actually took complete control, to be fair. The other point as well, which my co-commentator Jay Long made very clearly in the commentary on Wrexham player, they look tired, and I think that may be the case. And, and I would like to throw into that as well. I know I might sound a bit silly. They're a very young defence. And ultimately, I think the real thing that turned it against Oldham, just as Lee turned it for Wrexham, was young players, as we saw in Dean Saunders' second season, you bring in technically good young players from higher up, and they are good players but they've got mistakes in them because they're still learning the trades. They can get tired, maybe even sort of emotionally tired by the pressure. And Oldham, who defended ever so well for most of the game, by the end were really jittery and made mistakes that led to goals. 
So, what happened once Wrexham got a grip? He still didn't make a heck of a lot of clear-cut chances, but we were causing problems. Ford um, swinging in a cross that was dangerous but headed clear. McFadgen sweeping it back in and a glorious chance for Hayden, who was unmarked about eight yards out, coming on the volley. He just didn't hit the volley terribly well and it was blocked by a defender on the edge of the six-yard box if he made proper contact. If it maybe fallen to one of the two strikers, you would expect the goal to go in, I think, to be honest. Then Ford again on the right, who had a very good second half, taking a short throw, getting it back from James Jones, whipping in a great cross towards the penalty spot. Elliot Lee getting up ever so well to win the header and direct it with power inside the right post. And Magnus Norman did well to dive across to his left and hold on to it. Then Wrexham again pushing on. McFadgen, who I thought had a good game on the left, feeding the ball, really nice inviting pass down the left channel. Palmer, I thought looked offside, wasn't given. Palmer got round the back of the defence, pulled it back in. Mullen couldn't make contact because he went falling in a rolling heap in the six-yard box with Carragher. He was adamant again that it was a penalty. Impossible to tell having looked at the footage because they are just off camera. And you just see them falling into the picture. So from what we can see, I don't know. It was off the ball. I suspect the ref didn't know either. And the linesman didn't happen to see it. You can't really give those, can you? But Wrexham kept going. And soon afterwards had an opportunity. Which which began, actually, with a little controversial moment. McFadgen scrapping for the ball. And Rooney, who was on the floor... Sweep, swiping his foot. I must be honest, at the time I thought he'd caught him with his studs and some of the Wrexham players were angry. But play continued, no foul was given. Oldham had a half chance, but they couldn't capitalise. And then Wrexham went up the other end, Lee again orchestrating, doing really well, dropping deep, holding off his man, driving past him, and then feeding the ball across to Ford, who was swept in another good cross, which was headed away from under the bar. It was brought back in again and dropped loose about 15 yards out, Mullen with an excellent turn hit the ball cleanly, took a little nick and went just wide of the left post with the keeper, completely wrong-footed. If that had been the slightest of less significant contact on a defender, it would have been a goal. But Wrexham kept pushing. Palmer again on the left-hand side with McFadgen joining up and feeding in the end Young, who from 25 yards for once listened to the urging of the crowd to shoot, drilled an excellent shot, but it had the power, it dipped, but it was too straight and Norman was able to save it pretty pretty easily. Now the referee, uh, referee. Now Parkinson doubled down, and, and all credit to him. He went really bold. 12 minutes left, and he decided to bring Sam Dolby on, but he didn't bring off an attacking player. So instead, we had an alteration where James Jones came off, Wrexham kept the diamond, but now, wow, it was proper kitchen sink throwing territory. We had Palmer and Dolby as two target men. We had Mullen playing off them, just in the hole. Lee now is part of a two-man midfield with Luke Young. And the two full-backs were playing as if we had an extra man. They were playing as wing-backs, getting right up with the strikers. It was, it was crazily attacking. But it was smart from Parkinson because he clearly recognised that Chesterfield had really drawn into their shell too much. Chesterfield again. Oldham had drawn into their shell too much and we were able to make those gambles. We had to, to try and make a chance uh, anyway. Ten minutes left. An opportunity with the ball bobbling really awkwardly around on the edge of the area. Palmer causing the problem, but then nobody 
from either side seemed to quite get a grip of the ball until Davis got onto it and with his right foot took a swing and hit a shot which took a deflection and just scraped the post. The ref mistakenly gave the goal kick. Then Young sweeping in a corner, Dolby meeting us at the near post but not able to control as he head the ball over the bar. Seven minutes left and we really, well, if we doubled down last time, did we triple down? I don't know. Liam McElinden coming on for his first appearance of the season, replacing McFadgen, and again, just playing as a left winger, essentially. And Wrexham kept going. Dolby flicking the ball on beautifully. Palmer running onto it, looking to get the shot off as, he, as the ball entered the box, denied by a superb sliving tackle by the last defender, Okagboy. Wrexham then winning a corner, sweeping it in, getting a scramble in which Davis's shot was blocked. This came after Davis had spun and hit the ball into the ground and it was blocked. But then, ultimately, as the ball was recircled, Wrexham got the break that they needed. McElinden breaking down the left, sweeping in a good cross, which is half dealt with. It comes back out to Toza, up for the corner who from outside the box on the right-hand side hits a, a shot which lacks power, but it's awkwardly bouncing into the goal mouth. It's blocked and comes out to Lee. And Lee, well, the assist that a player of his calibre only can make. A crowded penalty area, and he manages to work a beautifully weighted little square pass through the eye of a needle to find Toza in the right channel, having followed into the box after his shot. Carragher, in the meantime... Look on the highlights. Has made a horrible positional mistake. He's gone out, you know, as if he's defending the near post from a right wing cross, but there's nobody out there. He's just gone a bit wide in the goal mouth when really what they needed was lots of bodies in that goal mouth to make it difficult for the ball to get through. He seems to suddenly realise what he's done, tries to sprint back in to make up, and unfortunately for him, he arrives near Toza just as that ball's arriving. Toza's first touch is superb. Look at it again. It's a, it's a work of ours. He just opens his body up, knowing that Carragher's coming, and takes a little touch to go to his right. Carragher just flies across him, and then Toza sets himself and finishes brilliantly, smashing a powerful shot across Norman and inside the bottom corner. An excellent goal by Wrexham. Toza making amends for the mistake that led to Fondop's goal as well. And now Wrexham are going for the win, but didn't make any chances until the 95th minute, when, well, all hell broke loose, quite frankly. Wrexham, the move starting off with Howard hitting a long ball down the left-hand side looking for Palmer. Okagboe should have dealt with it, but he got underneath it, and it skimmed off the top of his head, and Palmer was running around the back of the fence. He pulls it back and finds Mullen, but it's a bit behind him. Mullen tries to improvise a cute back-heel return pass, and it doesn't work. Sheeran intercepts, but Palmer has carried on and tackles him in the six-yard box on the left-hand side, a very tight angle. He drives in a powerful shot. Norman does really well to get low to his left and parry it away wide of the goal. Luke Young, who's equally done well to run up and support the strikers, chases into the box. The ball's bouncing in front of him. He's always going to get there first and win it with his head, but he's only going to be able to head it towards the corner flag, chase it, and then try and make something of it. But inexplicably, Mitchell Roberts swings his foot at it as if Young isn't there, <coughs> isn't there to clear it and kicks Young somewhere around the throat region. It's a penalty. It's an absolute no-brainer penalty, in fact, <laughs> if you want proof. Being in the press box, I'm in the Oldham stand. 
the Oldham fans were brilliant throughout. They um, they were partisan, obviously, all football fans are. Oh, the anger and frustration when that penalty was given, but none of it was directed at the decision. It was just, why has the lad done this? It was a crazy error. Mullen stepped up. Wrexham fans singing his name. I've been seeing in the car going down. I hate it when people sing a player's name before they take a penalty. It's inviting them to miss it. Mullen kept cool. Slammed it inside the left post. Pandemonium. And Wrexham win. It was a heck of a performance in terms of character. To grind our way back in and take control of a match. Which in the first half we were second best in. Looking at the performances. But maybe before that. I, I, I want to make a slight mention of Oldham. Like I said I think made the mistake in dropping off I think there's something else that needs to be said like I said they brought in the young lads like Saunders did and these young lads are learning and they have mistakes in them and I do think that's the case and that goal really illustrated it well both goals because Carragher especially in the first half was terrific as a left-sided centre-back and was driving the game forwards in the second half he wasn't as prominent partly because Oldham sat off too much but then he made the mistake with his positioning, which led to the, the first goal. And then the second one, Carragher's 19. The second one, Okagboy, who's just come back from playing for the Irish under-18s and is 18. I, I mean, he played really well. The, the back three was excellent. But he just totally misjudges a normal long ball. Now, to be fair, Howard has done the right thing. He's trying to test them. But he should have won the header. He should have dealt with it. He didn't. When then he sprints back in, and when the ball drops loose, the ball finds its way across goal from Magnus Norman's parry. I just realised I missed it, but out because Okagbe is raced back in, six yards out, and it's it's gone back to him in the air. No real pressure on him. He's got to get rid of it fast, obviously, but he just heads it across the face of his own goal. Maybe he could have done something better. And then Mitchell Roberts, who's twenty-two, also on loan. Um, but hasn't got much first-team experience. Again, with this wild swing, it was crazy. He'd done well on the left-hand side. So, you know, we've seen that. I'd wreck some talented young lads, but they struggle to get a full 90 in. And I think I think maybe the pressure we put them under in the second half, which they resisted pretty well, you know, they looked like good players, ultimately just led to errors. They had to defend too much, and ultimately that mistake happened. Performances, Howard, again, couldn't help the goal, I wouldn't say, and didn't have any other saves to make. The centre-backs, Otoza made that error, which wasn't great, led to the goal, but great character to drive back and, and score that goal. You know, Fondop had a battle with him, so it wasn't quite as, uh, as serene as some of Toza's recent performances have been, but like I say, he showed real character. Well, Hayden did well, I thought he dealt well physically with Fondop as well, it was always going to be a, an issue, and came forwards a lot. And Clueth has only only withdrawn because of the tactical idea. Clueth is perfectly sound and also, like Hayden, looked to get forward quite a bit. Ford had a really good game, especially second half. First half he was solid but didn't cause any problems. Second half he got some nice crosses in and he and Jones were combining well on that side and outnumbering the Oldham defence on that side and getting balls in quite easily. Likewise on the left, McFadden okay, was rested to get a fresh winger on, but I thought he had a really good game at left back. Uh, again, no problems defensively and driving forwards, made good passes and good crosses in the second half too. Centre mid, I mean our midfield lost the first half and, and emphatically won the second. Young again, not as dominant as he can be, but certainly battling and, and fighting and won a lot of tackles in the first half when we were under pressure. 
Davis, I thought probably the pick of the three in the first half was trying to link things up, trying to get the ball forwards and, and kept going and was getting into good advanced positions in the second half. Jones uh, had quite a poor first half, I thought, if I'm honest. I don't think he used the ball very well. Uh, but in the second half, I think his energy and his movements helped Ford to pose a threat on the right. And then up front, I mean, frankly, Palmer and Mullen were not as involved as they'd like because they weren't getting good service. I don't think it was necessarily a criticism of them. Having said that, Mullen did get a couple of decent shots off, was dropping off and trying to scrap for the ball. Um, so they, they'd put in good shifts, but they didn't get the service I think they'd have liked. And then off the bench, our man of the match in the commentary was Elliot Lee because his 31 minutes plus a chunk of added time totally turned the game he opened things up you know game when we couldn't get the service to the strikers he came on and it all felt different he was excellent he was a goal threat as well Dolby did well for the 12 minutes that he was on battling in the box as well and occupying the centre backs with two target men occupying the centre backs you know more loose balls were dropping to us on the edge of the area and McLinden, you know didn't get long but you know put in a good cross which ultimately was recirculated and led to the goal and did alright so yeah <laughs> we topped the league we had to fight for it, and on Tuesday we'll have to fight to stay there. But goodness me, that was a great day out. With the final score of Aldo Athletic 1, Wrexham 2, I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.